0: Welcome to Mastering Money Matters, where financial education is the path to freedom. Please welcome your host, Sarah Shavir. Hello, everyone. Hello, Sarah Nation, and welcome to another episode of Mastering Money Matters. I am so glad that you're here today. We have a very interesting episode. Um, have you ever get triggered? Well, we are going to be talking about triggers today, especially money triggers. But the reason I'm doing this episode is because I recently did a survey and I noticed how some people got triggered by the information that I was providing for my future presentations, my future uh, courses. And uh, I just decided to do this episode because I want to clarify that um, there might be a reason, there's a reason behind all of these triggers and it's actually good that you get triggered. So I'm going to be expanding on that, but first let's listen a few words from our sponsor. Okay, so now I want to share something with you. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I must confess, When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Where do I go to record my podcast? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify or iTunes or any other platform? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple, Anchor. I did my research and after experimenting with a lot of platforms, I decided that Anchor was the best one to start my own podcast. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. Not only that, but Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast, and you can get paid right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. So if you always wanted to start your own podcast and make money by doing so, go to anchor.fm/.start. And join me along with a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, anchor.fm slash start. And I'm looking forward to hear your podcast. So, okay, we are back. And like I said, like I mentioned, I am going to talk about uh, triggers today, uh, different type of triggers, uh, where it's coming from, Uh, what are triggers, probably I'm going to start with that one, and then I'm going to give you some examples about some money triggers. But the reason that I'm doing this uh, especially is because um, I want to make sure that you understand that sometimes when we get triggered, we actually have to look within us, like what is it that... um, that we have, what, what is it from the past that is affecting us, whatever we have heard, whatever we uh, the other person is doing, or whatever the other person is saying, why am I getting triggered about that? But again, I think the first thing that we need to do is uh, we have to identify what is a trigger. So a, a trigger can be something that is reminding us of a past trauma. And it doesn't have to be conscious, it, it can be unconscious as well. But it's something that uh, it could be a, a smell, it could be a sound, it could be a sight of, of something, it could be a world, uh, I'm sorry, a word. Uh, it could be something that, that basically make us feel either overwhelmed or stressed or uh, have anxiety, or panic, or get upset. And, um, and I'm pretty sure that you guys have seen, especially lately, a lot of people getting triggered by so many different things. And their reaction, right? Like when, when you are reacting about something, is because you are getting triggered about that situation, or about that person, or about that word, or about uh, something that, that you had heard or smelled. So um, most recently, I started uh, talking about one of my courses, which is uh, Sexy Assets Academy. And um, uh, some people actually, especially some women, they actually got triggered by the word sexy. They probably didn't understand what I was talking about. I feel that having sexy assets and, you know, when I talk about assets, I'm talking about having money or having different streams of income or Again, you're know, like having uh, options uh, when it comes to money. And I think that is sexy because that means that you are living with financial responsibility. And I do feel that financial responsibility is the new sexy, right? It's not anymore about your physical traits, right? It's not anymore about what you wear or how you look or your curves. You know, you already have that, right? That is part of you. You are sexy in your way, But these days, I think financial responsibility is even more important. I feel that, you know, like uh, a a man feels very attracted when a woman knows how to manage their finances and a man actually feel uh, very confident about that the person that they're with, they're actually for the right reasons, not because they are financially sound or that they are making a lot of money. And there's nothing wrong to being wanting to be with somebody that is successful. Actually, you know, like, like um, I feel that, you know, if you have a good self-esteem, you're going to find somebody that is successful or somebody that is trying to be successful that, has, that is ambitious. And therefore, yes, you know, you want to be with somebody like that. But at the same time, you want to be the person that you want that other person to be, right? You want to be successful as well. So what happens? well, the word sexy was causing a lot of issues. And I realized, you know, this is not about me. This is not about my program, right? My money program. This is not about how I teach other people about assets, about how to be financially sound. This is about how the person is feeling by me mentioning that word, the, the word uh, sexy. So, again, that is a trigger, right? So that is coming from a past trauma, something that is making this person feel uncomfortable about that word. And I think there's nothing wrong with that word, right? There's nothing wrong about uh, the word sexy. And especially there's nothing wrong about having sexy assets in your life. I do believe you know to become a millionaire. You have to be or oh, you have to have at least seven different streams of income, and uh, and if you are creating not only the active income by you know having a job or having a business as a female entrepreneur, uh, and you have to work for your money, but if at the same time you are creating other types of income that are passive, that are providing you cash flow, right, that are allowing you to buy different assets like homes that you can rent or homes that you can flip or stocks or options you know like there are so many different ways that you can actually create passive uh, income and cash flow and that is sexy that is actually sexy to me so um so again I I wanted to uh talk about that but let's talk about other type of triggers, right? Um, especially when it comes to money triggers, uh, because you know, like the, we all have a different a different way to react when it comes to money. And the reality is, in my experience um, with my clients and and other people, it is very difficult to talk about money. A lot of times, we can sit down with our girlfriends. And we can talk about sex. We can talk about you know certain uh, parts of our body. We can talk about you know situations and per- very personal situations. But when it comes to talk about how much do you make, how much are you paying for rent, or how much are you paying your mortgage, or uh, you know like where do you put your money, how are you growing your money? When it comes to things like this, this causes a lot of triggers. Why? Because probably it might be that first of all, that's what we have been taught by our parents, right? Maybe we have been taught that money is taboo, that we should not be talking about it. The other thing is that basically a lot of times we are portraying something that we're not and we're drowning in debt, but we might have a lot of beautiful things and our friends might feel, you know, might think that we are financially sound when we are not, right? Or it could be also that uh we're not spending our money right i know friends that made hundreds of thousands of dollars and but they are like thrifty in a way and when i say thrifty it it doesn't mean cheap what i mean is that they are conscious about where they're putting their money therefore they have a spending plan they know where their money is going every single month and they're intentional about the way they are uh using their money and the way, the places that they're putting their money. And they could have, you know, they could have planned to buy a home. They could have planned to buy a Mercedes, right? Uh, Or they could have a mortgage. But that doesn't mean that um, they are overspending or they are not uh, spending intentionally their money, right? Then we also have the friends that also make hundreds of thousands of dollars but unfortunately they are not spending it consciously they're actually just spending it without thinking more emotionally instead of intentionally and that is getting them into trouble that is uh, making them uh, getting into debt Um, you know eating out all the time uh, having the nicest uh, you know bottle wine or Or uh, things like that, but then they're not thinking about their future, right? They're not thinking that that train or that, um, I don't know, golden geese is not going to be there for the rest of their life. And they're not planning for the future. And that is very worrisome to me because uh, I speak to people all the time, every single day, that are about to retire or that are in their retirement. And unfortunately, they are they don't have anything in the bank they don't have they have not safe for their retirement or they have now prepared for the unexpected when it comes to uh, when it comes to illnesses or when it comes to um, yeah situations that they don't they don't expect that are gonna happen uh, it could be divorce like I had a client that you know has gotten divorced twice he has to cash out all his retirement in order to be able to pay his ex-wife, and that happened to him twice. Now he's in mayor debt, he's in his late 50s, and he has no money into his name to take care of himself for the rest of his life. What about this couple? You know, like they um, they didn't save enough, and her husband just retired. And um, they, he retired, and two months later, he had a heart attack. So unfortunately, all the money that they have for the retirement, it actually went to hospital bills because they were not prepared. They didn't have not only just a good health insurance, but they didn't have all the ways to protect their money or, or have money uh, that prepare in case they have a situation like this because they were not expecting it. So I'm going to be talking about a few of the triggers that um, that are related to money and that are related to spending as well. With that being said, I was wondering if you have taken the What Type of Spending Are You quiz? And I'm going to put it in the show notes that way you can take the quiz. This will bring you a little bit more clarification about uh, what type of emotions are attached to your spending, if you have any, right? And then it will uh, help you, it will actually give you some suggestions on what to do in order to be more intentional about your spending instead of uh, more emotional about your spending. So let's talk about that. I wanna talk about the different triggers that might make you spend more, right? In some cases, I will say that one of the, the, the biggest one is the one that is like uh, keeping with the chances or the, the fear of missing out. Sometimes we see other people living the life. Sometimes we see other people having great stuff. And therefore, that triggers us and make us uh, spend more money in order to keep up with them or in, in order to have the same lifestyle that they have. But what they forget, what what sometimes we forget, is the fact that they probably didn't start it that way. They probably were um, working really hard before they actually got to that point, or maybe it could be the opposite. You know, like it could be that they appear to be to have that lifestyle, they appear to be so successful, but in reality, they're drowning in debt. So it's it's just a facade, right? So that can be a a trigger, the fact that we want to uh, live the life of other people, but we have not made the plans in order to be able to grow our money or in order to be able to set that lifestyle and set up for that lifestyle and work in order for us to be able to achieve that lifestyle, which everybody has the option to do it. Everybody should, you know, if that's what you want, that's what you deserve, that's what you should uh, be thriving for. But again, the wrong path is because of the fear of missing out or because of the fact that you want to live with the chances, then you are getting into a lot of debt and you're drowning yourself. I hope that that makes sense, okay? the second thing is retail therapy a lot of times we start spending because there is an emotional attachment there's something there's a past trauma or there's a problem there is something that is making us spend money in order to feel better about ourselves and that doesn't necessarily is the right way to deal with your emotions, right, by spending money. And again, I'm going to go with the fact that, you know, doing that, first of all, you might not be spending the money in the right places or in the things that matters the most to you because you're just trying to cover a void. But then the second thing is that, you might be getting into even more trouble, which is going to get you into a worse situation. And at the same time, you are not dealing with the actual real problem, right? With the actual real trigger that is making you to spend more. The other thing that could be another trigger is uh, the immediate gratification, right? And and this is related to the one that I just mentioned. But sometimes we just want to live in the now. Sometimes we want that instant show or that instant uh, trip or that instant, everything in the instant, right? We're, we're living in, in a world that everything is like right now. But we have to learn that immediate gratification, it doesn't necessarily mean that it will give us happiness. Again, sometimes it's about covering a void that we that we have, and we need to like get back on track on that. So instead of like thinking of the instant gratification, we should feel more like delay the gratification and embrace the anticipation. So it's a matter of changing our emotions when it comes to things, right? When you embrace the anticipation of that you are getting closer to your goal or on what actually really matters to you, then you will have more, um, a better outcome. You will have better emotions, right? The other thing that can be a money trigger uh, is the lack of self-worth. Uh, some people, they spend money because they feel that that is going to make them, again, feel better, that is going to elevate their, their self-worth. And obviously, that this is obviously another mistake, right? Because, again, you are not dealing with the rooted problem That is causing you to lack of self-worth. So, again, these are things that we need to be looking at that are making us to spend, right? But we it's not getting us ahead at the same time. Stress can be also a trigger. A lot of times we decide to spend more money because we are so stressed out. We feel that um, that spending right, is going to actually help us to release the stress. But in the end, again, is is actually going to make us uh, feel even more stressed. Because now we again, we're, we're running out of money, right, because we have spending on other things that were not that important. And I see this a lot of people that they, it doesn't matter. If, if it's a dollar or $3 or $5, you know, they just go to the 99 cent store and they just buy a few, a lot of different things because they're stressed out and that makes them feel better. But in reality, all they bought was just a, a bunch of stuff. It was junk, right? And uh, they are they at home uh, with nothing, without able to achieve uh, the things. The other, I would say that the other money triggers are the things that we believe and the things that we tell ourselves regarding money. For example, uh, sometimes, again, and I'm going to go back with the stress. Sometimes, again, a lot of times we feel that um, having money is stressful. Therefore, I'd rather not have any money. Or the other one could be that sometimes we tell ourselves money is evil. Right. Uh, Only the rich people are greedy or rich people are corrupted. Uh, The other thing is that, well, you know, I don't care about money because money cannot buy happiness or, again, related to the self-worth. I don't deserve to make money. So, again, all of these are triggers, are things that are going to make us not be uh, in touch and and it's gonna make us disconnected with our heart and emotions and also our bank account, unfortunately, right? So what do we need to do when it comes to this? Well, let me explain. So I think this is the most important part because we want to know how to manage our triggers or how to eliminate them for good, right? Anything that makes us feel bad, negative, lack of self-worth, stress out, anxious, uh, it's not real. You know, whatever, it it comes from a belief and whatever belief we have is actually not real. It's something that we have formed, it's something that somebody told us or somebody, um, you know, make us believe and therefore it is not true. So the first thing that we have to do is that we have to recognize that, there is something that is triggering us at that moment, right? I think that's the most important thing. And, uh, and the second thing is that what are the emotions that are surfacing, right? That are making us act in a certain way or that are making us spend money, right? Emotionally and things like that or feel critical or feel lack of self-worth. So that is the first thing that we need to do. We have to identify where is this coming from? The second thing, once you have find out, you know, where this emotional trigger is coming up, then it is a matter to ask yourself, you know, is this really real? Or is this a a truth or this is a fact? You know, whatever it is attached to that trigger, is that a truth or it is a fact? And most likely, again, is going to be a belief that, you have in inside of you, and it's not really a fact. So then we have to find out, okay, if this is not a, a fact, then what is the fact? What is the real thing, right? And this is the best way that we are going to be able to manage our emotions and especially our spending emotions. Then once we have identified that and we are clear and what are the facts, right, that whatever is making us feel um not wealthy or whatever is making us feel with lack of soft words or sad stress out. Once we have identified okay this is not real, then what do I need to do in order to feel better in order to eliminate this trigger? That's the best thing because at that point we have understand what is the trigger, where is coming from. So for example, if we have a type of spending trigger, then at that point, we have been able to understand it. And then we are going to manage it in different ways, right, depending on what the trigger is. So for example, um, if the word sexy makes you uncomfortable, then the first thing that that you're going to ask yourself is like, why is that triggering me? Is it because I don't feel sexy or told somebody told me that I wasn't sexy? Well, is that the truth or is that a fact? Well, most likely it is, it is truth, right? It's not real. Therefore, what are you going to do? Well, I realize that whatever belief I have regarding the word sexy or that uh, whatever negative emotion about I have around it is not true because I am a sexy person. I, not only that, but like, yes, I want to acquire sexy assets, things that are going to uh, help me to support m- the lifestyle that I want and to achieve the the, the dreams that I, I, I have and also to be able to achieve financial freedom at some point. Now, when it comes to spending triggers, right, then say, okay, well, um, I, I don't need to spend money in order to, Feel better about myself, or I don't need to f- uh, spend money in order to lower my stress, or I don't need to spend money in order to appear to be uh, financially sound, or to appear to be, um, you know, better than anybody else, or I don't need to spend money because I have the fear of missing out on something. And then you, you can change that to then, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to understand my spendings. What, uh, where am I spending my money on? Are these the most important things right now? Uh, is that going to get me closer to my dreams? Is that going to get me closer to um, the things that I want in life, the things that really matters the most to me? Is, is spending like $20 here, $30 here on little things, is that gonna help me to buy the home that I've been wanting for all of these years? Or is this gonna help me to um to start my own business? Or is this gonna help me to grow my business? There are so many things, right? So the second thing that you want to do is that you want to analyze where is your money going and you want to start tracking your spending and Perhaps if you see that you are overspending, perhaps you might want to create a budget, right? Learn how to do a budget. But if not, if you're not overspending, then you might want to then create a spending plan, something that is going to help you to spend intentionally, to, to know ahead of time where you're going to be putting that money in. Uh, also, um, how you manage your credit cards, right? So instead of like being spending emotionally with your credit cards, then you are going to make a plan, a debt repayment plan in order to get rid of that debt that is probably charging you a lot of interest. And then focus on money-making activities, things that are going to help you to grow your money more. So when we change all of these things, our emotions are going to change And then we are also going to start even feeling even much better about ourselves and about our future because then we are actually taking charge of our life. We are going to be in control of our emotions. We are going to um, be clear about what is important to us. And that's what really matters. Again, so if you have triggers, then find out, where is that coming from? Why is that uh, making you feel the way it is? Then change it. You know, ask yourself, is this a belief, uh, a truth, or is this a fact? And then answer yourself, you know, why is this not true? Why is this uh, not a fact, right? Uh, why, why, um, why am I telling this to myself? And then what am I going to do in order to change that? And obviously, meditation, journaling, um, the like going to a spa or relaxing, you know, like all of these things, even rest, all these things can help us to deal with all of these triggers as well. So this is it for today. I hope that I, you know, have provided value to you. Thank you so much for uh, listening to me today. And I will have more information. So again, I just want to give you a quick reminder that well actually two reminders so the first one is that don't forget to take the what kind of uh, what type of spender are you Quest. there's a lot of great information once you take the quest. a lot of things that you can learn not only about yourself but things that you can do in order to become a more intentional spender and the second thing is if for some reason you feel that you want you want to create a budget, you want to create that spending plan, you want to get rid of debt, but that just the thought of it that overwhelms you and you feel that you need help, I think that that this is another way to cope or deal with the trigger, which is to find somebody to help you. I am here for you. I actually have a, a, a debt repayment plan and a done-for-you budget for you to be able to learn how to manage your finances. And if you want to learn more about that, just go to my website, send me a message, and I will give you more information. But I am about to launch it very soon, uh, uh, more directly. By, and I will be putting the link in the show notes as well. So for now, thank you so much again for being here. Uh, let's master our money and you make it a great day. Ciao.